Good morning. Can you hear me okay? Can you hear me okay? Why is it late, huh? Stand on the chair, Martin. So let me show. It's good to be here with you today. It's good to share with you. And I have to say that John the Baptist is one of my favourite Bible characters. Over the years as I've studied him and I've done research into him, I've found him to be a fascinating character and very much a man sent by God. Quite amazing really when you think that Jesus said of John the Baptist that he was the greatest man that ever lived. What did he mean by that? He said, this Jesus speaks of John, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John. But Jesus also said, yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. Now that seems a bit of a contradiction. But let's explore that, shall we? Let's, before we speak on John the Baptist's ministry, let's speak about how he began his life. Now we know well, of course, that he was the, the son of Zechariah and Elizabeth. And you probably know the story that when Mary visited Elizabeth, who was her cousin, that John leapt in the womb sound of Mary's voice. That's amazing, isn't it? To imagine that. To think of that. And yet we also read that John was filled with the Holy Spirit that he was conceived. And when he left in the womb, Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. John the Baptist was very much a man sent under the authority and living under the authority of God. This story absolutely captivates. Quite interesting talking about that. I can just move aside for a few moments. We have a daughter who lives in Devon. She's 39. And uh, never thought that she would have children. And she just found out that she's pregnant. Absolutely thrilled. <laughs> she's absolutely thrilled. And she was telling me the story the other day that she just had a booster vaccination and she was laying in bed at night and she was laying there awake, her arms a bit sore, and she said to the baby, How are you, baby? Has it affected you at all? And immediately she felt the baby jump twice in her wounds. So we mustn't overlook these things. And of course, in John the Baptist was a very, very special move of the Holy Spirit. Now, even though we read that John was a prophet, he was also by birth Christ a priest. Elijah was a priest in the temple, and Mary was ascended directly from Aaron, who was the first high priest. So we have good foundations to the Jewish life. But he chose to move into the wilderness and live the life of a prophet. Some Jewish believers actually believe 
that if the Jewish religious system wasn't so corrupt at the time, John the Baptist would have been the high priest at that time. And if so, he would welcome Jesus and his ministry. But he wasn't. He came as a prophet. And what was his ministry? He came preaching a baptism of repentance, calling on the people to repent, particularly the hypocrites, the Jewish leaders, the people who laid a heavy weight on people's shoulders and never did the right thing themselves. You could argue we see similar things in our society today. But it was a radical man was John, called them to repent, to turn aside from sinfulness. And they said, what shall we do? And John told them, share, be kind to one another, speak well to one another. If you have two coats, give one away. He taught a measure of social justice. It was the beginnings of speaking of the kingdom that Jesus was going to bring in. Came at the time of God's particular time of anointing to prepare the way for Jesus, to prove the grace of righteousness in society. I always think about this word repentance. It's a word we never hear in church nowadays, you know. We never hear about repentance in church today. We say things like, Come to Jesus, God loves you, and He loves us. Perfectly true. But God also calls us to repent of our sin. I know when I was converted, maybe, maybe 50 years ago now, I remember that one of my particular sins was I never even acknowledged that God was real. I just lived my life without any thought of it, really. I knew that there were people who went to church, I knew that there were people. I knew they were good people, but I didn't really recognise it. Yet when someone told me the gospel, God moved in my heart, and I got on my knees by the side of my bed. I realised I had to get on my knees because I had to pay homage to God. I had to ask God's forgiveness for my sin. Now, my sin wasn't bad compared to many people back in the Emerging social years in the 60s, I've done drugs and stuff like that, nothing major. But I realised I was a sinner, I realised I wasn't right with God. I realised my heart wasn't God, I wasn't a bad person, I didn't pinch things, I didn't say bad things to people. I thought I lived a good and right life. But when I heard the gospel, I realised I felt far, far short. So I got on my knees and I asked God to forgive me. And to forgive me my sin and help me to live a life that is worthwhile. A life in your service. And it was amazing. I got up on my knees and I knew I was different. I can't explain how I was different, but I knew I was different. I knew that Jesus Christ was real. And I knew he was real in my heart. I knew he was real in my life. My life changed that day. And I trust and hope and pray that it's the same for all of you.
So John was a man sent by God to baptize people, to prepare the way, to prepare their hearts, teaching repentance. But John was much more than just a preacher from the wilderness sent by God. He's actually functions as a prophet. He's got a fivefold confirmation in Scripture because five of the great prophets spoke about before he came. From the Old Testament, Isaiah and Malachi, of course, Archangel Gabriel, Zacharias' father, and of course, Jesus. The greatest man ever lived. And why? Right, you say, he introduced Jesus. But it was a bit more than that, because John was the last great preacher, the last great prophet of the Old Testament law. When he baptized, the old Jewish covenant ended, and we were introduced to the new covenant. What was his greatest? Well, I've got it written down here. I think he's greatest because he was the end and he was the one entrusted by God to announce the end of the old covenant, the old Jewish way of life, and the beginning of the new. And he struggled both in God's great dealing with humanity, the old Jewish law, the new covenant that Jesus brought in. He stood as a rock alone between two great periods of God's dealing. He was not fully in the old, and yet fully in the new. This is his greatness. He was entrusted by God to bring about the end and the plain and new. And he struggled with them both. That is why I think the way the contradiction comes that Jesus spoke of. So good news for us is that the new covenant that he spoke about, the new covenant that Jesus spoke, brought in, so much better than the old. Because in it we can have repentance, we can have forgiveness from our sin, and also an assurance for us that God's plan for mankind is working out. Just in the present, all those years that God was preparing things, for John the Baptist to come, all those prophets that God told him, and then when Jesus came, as well as Jesus, and then Jesus came, and of course, in that greatness, so much better than the old one. And of course now it's our responsibility to carry on spreading the news of good news about Jesus. The baptism of Jesus brings this slide different and I would love to spend a lot of time talking about this. But we just don't have the time it's not in my room for today. But Jesus calls us to power and life and the Holy Spirit calls us into that. We'll have the power to spread the truth of the gospel, the love of God, to share about the word of the kingdom that we can all enter into through the pain that comes to Christ. So John has a vital place in the history and story of our faith. We need to be grateful to him. Obviously, God is great to be Jesus because he is the author. He is there right at the very beginning. Amen.
but it's a marvellous thing out of the work of God's plan. So this is not just some itinerant creature sent coming out of the wilderness. This is the outworking of God's plan for you and I. And we should pray for sure and hope for the future. Thank you very much.